Let us pray. And so, when they continued asking him, he lifted up himself and said unto them, He that is without sin among you, let him cast a stone at her. John 8, 7 Renew, refresh, restart. These are the words that come to mind as I meditate on John 7, 1 through 8, 12. When I am in a moment of remorse, when I have made a mistake, I will remember your commands. When I allow you to take control of my situation, Jesus, through your power and in your knowledge, you give me the opportunity to have my situation altered for the better. doesn't matter what my punishment should be. When you alter a situation, you have the ability to delete the sin in my life so that I can have a fresh restart, like the woman in today's story. Thank you that whoever is trying to ridicule and parade my mistake around publicly, you will silence and that they will walk away and reflect on the grace they've been given as well. Let this fresh restart be the starting point of a repentant heart. Remove any sin or hindrance within my life that would move me backwards instead of forward into the glorious future you have for me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for making prayer a priority in your day. To learn more about the Bible, stay tuned for today's story. Brought to you by BibleInAYear.com You without sin cast the first stone. In our last story, Jesus spoke hard truths about being the bread of life, He spoke of how he was sent by God from heaven, and whoever ate his flesh and drank his blood would inherit eternal life. Although Jesus spoke metaphorically, his words caused many to leave. However, the disciples stayed, for they knew that only Jesus held the words of eternal life. Now we witness a woman caught in shame. She is treated like an animal and drug out in public. She will soon come face to face with the scandalous power of God's grace, inspired by the Gospels. Hello and welcome to today's episode of the Bible in a Year podcast. I'm Jack Graham. In yesterday's episode, we heard as Jesus spoke very powerful words, showing us that he is the one who is sent from God, the very bread of heaven who gives eternal life and satisfaction to our hearts. Many could not accept his words and departed that day, but others said, You have the words of eternal life. To whom shall we go? The disciples remained by his side, believing that he is who he said he was, the Messiah, the one sent from God to be the Savior of the world. Today, we'll hear how Jesus steps in to rescue a woman caught in adultery, an act that would have cost her her life. But in the midst of the ruthless condemnation of religious leaders, Jesus will shine the light of God's incredible grace upon her, offering her restoration and redemption, a brand new life. So, let's listen now to today's reading from God's Word. The woman's jaw crashed against the stony dirt. She gasped for air as she turned to her side. Her mouth was dripping with blood and her clothes were falling off her body. 
she had been caught in the act of adultery by her husband and then drug out of her bed into the city streets. Half-naked, hurt, and afraid, she looked up at the crowd staring at her. They laughed and scoffed. Shame welled up within her. Her body and spirit were bruised. Tears fell upon the dust as she listened to the religious leaders behind her. The Pharisees had drug her into the middle of the courtyard for all to see. They made a spectacle of her. She was reduced to nothing as the whole crowd looked at her in disgust. She closed her eyes in shame. She knew what people did to women caught in adultery. She knew she was about to be stoned. Teacher, one of the Pharisees shouted, this woman has been caught in adultery. According to the law of Moses, she should be stoned. The woman wondered who the Pharisees were talking to, so she opened her eyes and looked. There, standing in front of the crowd, was Jesus. The Pharisees had brought her to him, trying to trap him into forgiving a woman who was clearly guilty. One of the Pharisees grabbed the woman by the hair and shouted, So what do you say now, Jesus? What should be done to her? Will you obey the law of Moses? Tears streamed down the woman's face as she looked at Jesus. His eyes were filled with concern and comfort. Yet underneath Jesus' expression was a rumbling of anger. Not anger towards her, but the men who would treat her like an animal to prove a point. The religious leaders loomed over her, waiting for Jesus to speak. Instead of replying, Jesus took two steps forward and crouched down into the dirt. He began to write words in the dust with his finger. There was a silence as the Pharisees read what Jesus was writing. The woman could not see what Jesus was carving into the dirt, but she did notice that it made the religious leaders uncomfortable. Jesus stood to his feet and looked at them. He picked up a stone off the floor and walked towards them. The woman's heart raced. Would Jesus give them permission to stone her? Would Jesus be the one to throw the stone first? Jesus extended the stone towards the Pharisees and said, If any among you is without sin, let him throw the first stone. Jesus dropped the stone in front of the woman and Pharisees. It fell to the floor with a thud. Everyone was silent. Jesus knelt down again and continued riding in the dirt. The men looked at his words written in the dust, and one by one they began to leave. Each man, beginning with the oldest, departed in a hurry. The woman watched as the men grumbled. Their faces were filled with worry. Perhaps they did not want anyone to read what Jesus was writing. Perhaps it was about them. The Pharisees left in a hurry, and the crowds left when they realized nobody was going to be stoned. All that remained was Jesus and the woman. She was still sitting on the floor, her knees were bleeding, and her eyes were red. Her scalp was sore from being drug out by her hair, and she was still embarrassed by her nakedness. Jesus walked over to her and knelt onto the floor. He took the robe off his back and draped it over the woman's shoulders. He looked at the woman and then looked around the empty courtyard. My child, he said, who is left to condemn you? The woman looked around. Her heart was filled with shame and gladness. She wept. Her tears fell into the dirt before Jesus. She shook her head and answered, There is no one left to condemn me, Lord. Jesus propped up her chin so her eyes met his. Then neither do I condemn you. Then Jesus helped the woman to her feet. Go and sin no more. 
So the woman departed, feeling the full weight of forgiveness. The words Jesus spoke to Nicodemus were proven true that day, that the Son of God did not come to condemn the world, but that by him the whole world would be saved, saved from the shame that plagued humanity since the Garden of Eden. God once clothed Adam and Eve with the skin of an animal when they were naked. Now Jesus clothed this woman with grace. This would be an image of what he would do for all humanity. He would clothe them in forgiveness and righteousness. Soon all would feel the full weight of Jesus' love and sacrifice. This would inspire people to go and sin no more. We begin today's reading with an unnamed woman caught in sin, adulterous sin, as she is being humiliated before a crowd of onlookers. She had been discovered in the act of adultery, caught in the act, as it were, and the Pharisees, cruel and bitter, it seemed, were out for justice. At least that's how they wanted it to appear. Old Testament laws stated that such a woman should be stoned to death for her infidelity. But these men really weren't seeking justice. They were actually trying to set a trap for Jesus. There was no denying this woman had done wrong, but their quest was not for righteousness. They wanted to turn the tables and regain control that they'd lost to this merciful teacher, the Messiah named Jesus, who had come onto the scene. So they paraded this woman, abused this woman, a pawn in their scheme into a public square and cast her to the ground, challenging Jesus to decide what should happen to her. In so many ways, this woman represents a deep fear many people fear, the sin and the shame that people bear, and that someday our greatest failures and falls will be brought to light in a public matter, that our secrets will be shouted from the rooftops, that family and friends and even strangers will know of our mistakes and our mess-ups, our grievous sins. Jesus, however, wasn't going to play the Pharisees' game. Instead, he quietly knelt down and wrote something in the dirt. What he wrote will remain a mystery we don't know, as we're not told what he wrote or what he meant. Whatever it was, it didn't deter the religious leaders. They continued to press Jesus to determine the woman's fate. Jesus simply stood and faced them and gave a challenge to the men. If you are sinless, by all means, throw a stone. It was a challenge that not even the self-righteous Pharisees could take on. But Jesus wasn't done. He knelt again and silently wrote in the dirt once more. And with that, the men slunk away in defeat. Their plan had failed, and eventually all that remained were Jesus and the woman. I can imagine Jesus standing there with the woman, looking over her shoulder to the left and to the right, and then asking, where did everyone go? Did no one condemn you? And the woman, who surely had believed her death was to be imminent, looks up and sees no one to condemn her. Timidly, she speaks back to Jesus, saying, No one, Lord. We see Jesus reply in John 8, 11, I do not condemn you either. Go from now on to sin no more. Can you imagine the weight of guilt that was lifted from her shoulders as she experienced God and His grace? If you have ever experienced God's forgiveness, then maybe you have some idea. I know I do. Like her, we all stand accused of sin, and there's no question as to our guilt and even our shame. But like her, we have been touched by the power of God through the grace of our Lord Jesus Christ. We have been forgiven, and now we live free from the shackles of sin. 
You see, this reading is not about Jesus overlooking sin or acting like she wasn't guilty. All have sinned. We all deserve punishment and even judgment. But this passage today focuses on the words of Jesus, I do not condemn you. So if we read this passage and focus only on the words, I do not condemn you, then we miss the big point. Jesus did not deny her sin or guilt. He forgave her for it. He released her from it and freed her not to sin or to live in sin again. This is all made possible because of what Jesus did for us, and it's the message of the gospel, that God's grace is greater than our sin, that what he did on the cross includes every sin by every person. He himself paid the price and the judgment for our sins. He paid a debt he did not owe because we owed a debt that we could not pay. Jesus sets us free from the power of sin and death so that we can go live an abundant and eternal life. Let's pray. Dear God, we thank you for today's scripture that teaches us your amazing grace. We give thanks to you because we have been forgiven and freed from the penalty of death through your Son, Jesus, and by the power of his resurrection. Thank you for your love for us. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Thank you for listening to today's Bible in a Year. I'm Pastor Jack Graham from Dallas, Texas. You can download the Pray.com app and make Bible study and prayer the priority of your life. And if you appreciate this podcast, please share it with someone else. I also want to encourage you to go to jackgraham.org. That's jackgraham.org, for we have resources that are free and available for you so that you may know Christ and grow in Him. Let me also invite you to something very special with myself and my wife, Deb, as we are planning two trips in 2024. One is to Israel, departing April the 1st, to go to the land of the Bible and to walk where Jesus walked. It's a trip of a lifetime. And then an Alaskan cruise adventure in the summer of 2024, in which we will have wonderful times of friendship and fellowship. We'll have worship services and experiences around God's Word and seeing the wonders of God's creation. So two opportunities in 2024 to travel with us to Israel or to Alaska or both. You can go to Prestonwood.org for information. God bless you. This episode is sponsored by MediShare, an innovative healthcare solution for Christians to save money without sacrificing quality. Welcome to the Pray News Podcast, where hope is our only bias. Each day, we'll unpack the most prominent stories happening in the news and offer a Christian perspective. We won't shy away from the hard topics, and we won't dilute the hopeful message of Christ. This is more than a daily brief on the news. It's a way to be informed and transformed. Listen to Pray News on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.